بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي درشي بالله Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home, we have been covering the history of the blessed city and the blessed masjid of Hadrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In the last session, uh, I had explained some of the important significance of the pillars that are located in the main sector of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alaihi wasallam very briefly as the month of Ramadan is coming inshallah what will happen that the programs the sequence of our programs will change hopefully we'll continue with the history of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alaihi wasallam after the month of Ramadan so this will be the last session and for that i've briefly sketched up um, the inside section of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam it's not so brilliant but alhamdulillah uh, I, i did my best i think the the pens were giving me a lot of problems also the the black pen especially so i have had to continue with the red marker inshallah in the last session we touched on the history of pillars sorry brothers can see all that inshallah this is masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam ab sallallahu alaihi wasallam's raza is here this is the main hujra of hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam this chamber belongs to Hazrat Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha and all the rooms of Huzur alayhi salatu wassalam the wives of the prophets are located in this area Hazrat Fatima radiyallahu ta'ala anha Hazrat Ali's room was here and basically all the companions in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam all were living inside Masjid Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wasallam all majority of the companions those who were living on the outskirts uh, besides them uh, the main companions they had their properties and the houses inside masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is the qibla so if you know where the qibla is you'll understand those who have made ziyarat of masjid nabawi sallallahu alaihi wasallam brothers will remember that people enter from babu salam and they walk it here and they and Uh, they stand in front of the rauza of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam here and they give salam to huzur alaihi salatu wassalam 
and after that they exit from Babe Baqiyah. Babe Baqi. A lot of people also give salam from this side. A lot of brothers even give salam from this side, and a lot of brothers give salam from this side. This is where Rawzatun min Riyazil Jannah is. Absalullah said that from my room until my member, that entire area is Rawzatun min Riyazil Jannah. And basically, this is the area. So you have in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam white carpets covering this area. And the rest of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is in red carpet, the, the red rugs that are usually there. But the inside part is, uh, is white. That indicates that this part is Rawzatun min Riyazil Jannah. About the Hujra of Hadrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We still haven't finished off some of the pillars, inshallah we'll do that. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam is resting here. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam is resting here. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu ta'ala and Sayyidina, uh, Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiyallahu ta'ala. Yeah, this is Ustuwane uh, Sarir. Ustuwane Last, in the last session I did say that Ustuwana Sarir was the area where Absalallahu Wasallam did Atikah. Brothers remember that? And we had Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and also did his Atikah. Ustuwana Hafs is the area where uh, the companions would stand outside on the door of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and guard the door of Huzul alayhi salatu wasallam. Hazrat Abbas radiallahu ta'ala would also do his duty there. The last pillar that is left is Ustuwanae Wufud. Wufud in the Arabic language means that when a delegation came to visit Absalallahu alayhi wasallam, the three pillars, half of the pillar is outside and half of it is inside. Half of it is outside and half of it is inside. Some of the historians have said that the main pillar are inside but just for the people to see they have slightly pushed the pillar outside uh, so people have an idea that this is where Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would have the delegations come in Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and rest there. So this is known as Ustuwane Ufud. Just notice now that probably had the board wrong way, but the the position of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam is not in this sequence, but it's in this sequence. But it is in this sequence. When I was probably sketching it, I was I had the board this way. The qibla is on the southern part. It's not north, south, east, and west. The Qibla of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this is known as Junub. Kya hai? Junub. And this is west, and this is east, eastern side, and this is north. The back side of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is uh, Shimal, is uh, the northern section. Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam is resting here. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala is resting here. Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala and is resting here. 
And according to the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, there is one space here. Only one space. And according to the riwayat, the narrations recorded in the books of hadith that Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasallam will come and for the first time this main chamber of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam will be opened up for him and Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasallam will be put down to rest in the hujra of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha once saw a dream she saw that three moons fell down from the sky and fell on her lap and her father again was a great muabbir he gave uh, the interpretation of dreams so she said to Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala I have seen three moons fall on my lap it is said that when Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam uh, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam was put down to rest in the room of Hazrat Aisha Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq called her and said that this is your first moon and the best moon from the rest of the two this is the best moon and the best moon from the, the other two and this is the, the meaning that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and gave and also this is ishara of khilafat that after Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam Abu Bakr Siddiq will become Khalifa and after that Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala will become Khalifa it is said that Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha would even after the demise of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam rest in this chamber and there was no parda in the room because one was the husband and the other one was the father of, Huzur, of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala but then Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anha passed away she put a curtain there blocking the mazar blocking the mazar so there was no view of where Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was resting so like one in one room there were two sections one was where Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and Hazrat Umar Farooq are resting and on the other side in a small area this is where Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was resting one must remember how important parda is from this amal, this action of Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala parda was so important it's, it's been an integral part of Islam all the time all these marriages that break all these problems that we see subhanallah the cure for that is understanding who are the mahram and understanding who are the gair mahram and going through this system of parda mashallah and that is why it is a great lesson for our mothers and sisters to understand that that after the demise of Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala she did parda from even the mazar from the mazar and she says Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala is not my mahram so I have to put a veil and do parda of Sayyidina Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala this is a brief history Ustuwana-i Sarir where Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did Atiqah Ustuwana-i Hirs where the companions would guard the door of Huzur Alaihi Salatu Wasallam so Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's door was about here 
and Ustuwane Wufud, where the delegations, if anybody came to meet Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, it was in this area that they would sit and wait for Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This pillar here, just in front of Ustuwane Sarir, is the pillar of Hazrat Abu Lubaba radiallahu ta'ala. And we went through that, if you remember, that Hazrat Abu Lubaba radiallahu ta'ala and tied himself on this pillar. Next to Hazrat Abu Lubaba is the pillar of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And uh, the fazilat of this pillar was also mentioned that Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam told her that if, if everyone knew the virtue of performing salah in this area of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they would even cast lots to come to this area and perform salah. Here, just here, is the mihrab of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Again, a very blessed area. This is the original spot where Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would stand and perform his salah. Were there mihrabs in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam? There were no mihrabs. This mihrab was first built by Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala so that the ummah will have information where Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would stand and perform salah. So a little niche was designed and uh, what is known today as mihrab. And this is the member of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Just behind the mihrab is another pillar. And it is this pillar which is known as Ustuwana-e-Mukhallaqa. The date tree that was there and Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam would put his auspicious hand on it and give khutbah. That is exactly behind the mihrab. So we've covered Ustuwana-e-Mukhallaqa, Ustuwana-e-Aisha, Ustuwana-e-Abu Lubama, Ustuwana-e-Sarir, Ustuwana-e-Harf and Ustuwana-e-Tul-Ufud. These are the main pillars in Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Brothers who go to visit the Masjid of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, astaghfirullah, we get some of these people who don't believe in fiqh and they are known as those who just believe in sahih hadith. I don't want to give any names. There was one person and he said to me that if you go to Masjid, if you go to Madinatul Munawwara with the intention to visit Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, that is bid'ah. Allahu Akbar. How low can a person get that if you go to visit Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam, with this intention to visit Madinatul Munawwara, that you are visiting Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam, He's saying that in the hadith of sallallahu alayhi wasallam has said that if you visit, visit three mosques. Masjid al-Nabawi, Masjid al-Haram, and Masjid al-Aqsa. So because of that, your intention has to be the masjid and not huzur alayhi salatu wasallam. And then in the universities, may Allah have mercy on us. You get these brothers, the Salafi brothers, and the Hizbut Tahrir people, and who are promoting their way of thinking to our youngsters and a lot of our youth are affected by that. Recently a young child again he came to me and he says, Mawana Sahib, where is Allah? Imagine, where is Allah? You 
the Devbandi or whatever uh, fiqh you follow or whatever school, madrasa in Hindi you follow. You say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is everywhere but in the Quran it says Ar-Rahman uh, ala al-Arsh that Rahman is on the Arsh so astaghfirullah it's better if we think that Allah is only on the Arsh. And you are confusing the young children. Allah will not ask you on the day of Qiyamah that where am I? What did you take me for? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask you of the hukuk of hukukullah and hukukul This is again big fitna, my respected brothers. Very big fitna. We have one group of people who've gone to the extreme of loving Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam so much that subhanallah they have in one way pushed the status of a Nabi, of a great Prophet, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam so much so deep that now we are going towards the boundary of divi- uh, the boundary of divinity and uh, worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one sense. See? And then you have another group who are so strong in their tawheed, in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they really don't have any respect. They, they do have respect when you talk to them. But when you look at their aqaid and their thinking and how they talk, you wonder, do they really have respect of the Qur'an or do they really understand the honor and status of Huzur alayhi salatu SubhanAllah. Our shuyukh of Hindustan and Pakistan, as a Shaykh Rahmatullah alayhi, he has said that I have never ever had uh, the power to stand in front of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and to give him salam. I feel in my heart who is Zakaria to stand in front of Huzur alayhi salam. Subhanallah. And we have so much respect, alhamdulillah, those from the subcontinent, Hindustan, Pakistan, Bangladesh and that area, that for us even stretching our legs towards Qibla, it's like Gunai Kabira. Though it's not Gunai Kabira. But this is the honor and respect that we give. Kibli ki taraf taang uthana to be Subhanallah. Everything comes with adab. Everything comes with adab. Subhanallah. What was the reason for Jibreel Amin to come and sit in front of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam? Hi, Tashid Lai. MashaAllah, he is definitely not Jibreel. But indeed, a man of nur because he's got the sunnah and sit in front of me. And Absalallahu alayhi wasallam has said that Jibreel Amin came in front of me. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam was in Masjid in Abu, sitting like this. And Jibreel Amin came and Jibreel Amin touched the, the, the auspicious legs of Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam touching. And in some riwayat it is said that Jibreel Amin even put the hands on Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam and this is how Absalallahu alayhi wasalam communicated with Jibreel I mean the famous hadith Mal Ihsan when is it, when, what is meant by salat when will Qiyamah come what is the meaning of this why this touching why this physical touching and again when the first revelation came to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam Jibreel Amin said Iqra pray Absalallahu alayhi wasalam says Ma'ana bikarin I can't read. What did Jibreel Amin do? He embraced Huzur alayhi salam. 
Do you follow the pattern here? The physical touching of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. When the first wahi came, it was so easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ikra, by follow. What is difficult for Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam to read? No. But look at the sequence. Hazrat Jibreel Amin embraced him. Aap sallallahu alayhi wasalam. Again, Aap sallallahu alayhi wasalam. Jazakallah khair. Jazakallah khair. Again, Asallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Ma'ana dikariin, for the second time and then for the third time. A lot of people who don't believe in tasawwuf, and they say, Thakgay Umar Saab, Jiska naam Umar ho, wo kaise thakgay, bye. Haan, Umar, shadi hui hai na, aap peace liye. So, me kya keh raha tha? Allahu Akbar. Ji? Tasawwuf. And a lot of these people are, make inkar of what is fairs, what is this spiritual uh, link between one individual to another individual, why this touching, why this patting. And there are so many examples in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And this fairs, this barakah, baraka comes from Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. That is why Hazrat Jibreel Amin would come and there was this constant physical touching of Jibreel Amin and Huzur alayhi salam. Jibreel Amin and Huzur alayhi salam. Jibreel Amin and Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. Subhanallah. Arsh and Farsh. Arsh and Farsh. Arsh is there and Farsh is here. Arsh and Farsh. Jibreel Amin is the coordinator of the Arsh area. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam is much more than that. He had the farsh and the arsh, but yet this physical touching, this physical touching, subhanallah, this is what is known as for you. This is what is known as for you. And a lot of people reject all that. My respected brothers, subhanallah, it is not just about understanding or taking a book of hadith, translating it and reading the translation and taking the commentary out of it and, and one thinks so, this is my understanding of the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam it is wrong you can't become a doctor by reading books or just by going to one individual Allahu Akbar there is so much understanding and Islam uh, is, an, is, is, like, is an ocean ocean you are learning and you are a talib you are a student all the time all the time so this area of Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the main area which is known as Rawzatun Min Riyazil Jannah. And it is this area of Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, this area, which this land was purchased by Hazrat Abu Bakr. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala. This this area. That is why here we have Babi Siddiq. And Alhamdulillah, Allah still has given some topic to the Khadim of Haraman al Sharif. Uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah bless him, whatever he has done for Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and Masjid al Haram. We are not in the position to criticize anyone. Babi Siddiq, this door is named after Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and, and one of his chambers was here Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq's house was also on this side that is why his name is there it is said that 
just before Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam passed away, uh, during those days when Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was ill, he sat on the mimba and he said to the companions that Allah has given his abd a choice, his servant a choice, to either stay in this dunya or to appreciate what Allah has preserved for him in the hereafter. And this servant has chosen for him the hereafter. Something to the effect of the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is said Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq was the only companion there who started to cry. And then he started to cry loudly. Sare Sahaba Dehne Lage Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq and understood that Hazrat Abu Bakr is the only one who has understood the mafhum of what I have said. He knew that now it is time for Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam to leave this world and to go to the hereafter. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that time said to him that Abu Bakr Siddiq don't cry. Nobody has supported me like how Abu Bakr Siddiq has supported me. And the wealth of Abu Bakr Siddiq that I have used and from which I have benefited, no other companion can rival the money of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. And Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in front of the companions there that if a Nabi, if a Prophet had the choice to take someone as a friend other than Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, لَتَّخَذْتُ Abu Bakrin Khalila. I will take Abu Bakr Siddiq to, my, to be my very close friend. But Abu Bakr, you know that Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam, their relation is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that point said to him that all the doors that open up into Masjid al-Nabwi, because the, the companions were living all in this area, that all the doors that open up in Masjid al-Nabwi, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, all those doors should be shut permanently and sealed off. The only access uh, was given to Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq that he was allowed to open that his, his door of the house and enter straight into Masjid Nabawi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The doors of all the other companions was shut. Allama Hafiz ibn Hajar says this was again a sign for the companions that after Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and will be the Khalifa. Alhamdulillah, this is the, the pillars that we come to the doors of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Mu'arrikhin, the historians have said that in the time of Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam, there were only three doors to Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Babi Jibreel, one door here on the eastern section of Masjid al-Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the other door was Babu rahmah on the western section of Masjid al-Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Mu'arrikhin said the other door was somewhere here towards the southern section where the Qibla is, one door was here so there were only three doors in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this door here is also known as Babun Nabi. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam would frequently use this entry to Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Babi Jibreel.
So when brothers go to make ziyarat of Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, just think that it is also the great sunnah of Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam to enter from Babi Jibreel. And this door is known as Babu Nabi and also Babi Uthman. Babi Uthman. One of the residents of Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an was also here. Hazrat Uthman radiallahu ta'ala an was a very wealthy man. He had many houses in Madinah al-Munawwara. One of his houses was just here and that is why that door was known as Babi Uthman. Now it is known as Babi Jibreel. Why is it known as Babi Jibreel? When Absalallahu alayhi wasallam came back from the battle of trench, Absalallahu alayhi wasallam had taken out his clothes of jihad, clothes of armor and everything was up. Hazrat Jibreel Amin came dressed up as a mujahid. Came dressed up as a mujahid. That is why Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala says that Sa'altun Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wasallam Ahabbul a'mali ilallah I questioned Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam which from the Islamic, uh, which from the Islamic duties or make amal, good actions, is, is, is most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absalam said, As-salatu liwaktiha. Five times a day namaz in its time. And Absalam Abdullah ibn Masood said, Thumma ayyu, ya Rasulullah. After namaz, Absalam said, Birrul walidain. To serve your parents. To serve your parents. My young friends that are here right now, MashaAllah, you serve your, your friends, but your duty is towards your parents. Respect them, honor them, and whatever they tell you, take it to be a verse or an ayat of the Quran. Whatever they tell you, take it to be an ayat of the Quran, take it further that you have to obey them. You have to obey them. Unless in matters of kufr, which alhamdulillah, uh, Muslim parents don't go as far as that. But whatever they tell you, you have to obey them. And Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud again said, Thumma ay, ya Rasulullah. After namaz, after serving your parents, which is that action which is most beloved to Allah? Absalallahu alayhi wasallam said, Jihadun fi sabhilillah. To make jihad for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your intentions have to be clear. So Hazrat Jibreel Amin came here dressed up as a mujahid. Absalam was there and he said to Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah gives you the order to go and wage war, make jihad with the Jews there of Banu Qurayza. And we've gone through that uh, in the session of Hadrat Abu Lubama radiallahu ta'ala an. And Absalallahu alayhi wasallam immediately took up arms and gathered all the companions in the masjid and went towards the tribe of Banu Qurayza. Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha says that she saw Hazrat Jibreel Amin from the Hujra of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and as Jibreel Amin went away from here he said to Huzur Alaihi Salatu Wasallam I am going towards Banu Qurayza with a group of angels to shake their forts to quake them a bit huh? and then you follow me 
Subhanallah. And you follow me. So Jibreel went. Wasallam came out. So there were a lot of companions that were living on this side of Madinatul Munawwara. Wasallam, as he was walking, Wasallam said to the companions, Did you see someone very handsome walking in front of you? And all the the Madani companions that were there, they said, Ya Rasulullah, we saw someone very beautiful and we saw Dahya Kalbi. Who did we see? Dahya Kalbi. Dahya Kalbi was an incredible, beautiful companion of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Jibreel Amin would often take the image of Hazrat Dahya Kalbi. So they said, we saw one companion who is Dahya Kalbi. Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to them, it's not Dahya Kalbi, it is Jibreel Amin. <laughs> it is Jibreel Amin. So, and the Mu'arrikhin say that Jibreel Amin was standing there, that is why that door is known as Babe Jibreel. But again, to make things clear, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this door was not here. This door was slightly close to the Hujra, the room of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But because of the extension, all the time extensions were made to Masjid al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So in that direction, the, the door was pushed further back. But if you look forward from Babi Jibreel, you will notice a window that is opening towards Masjid al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there is also an ayat of the Qur'an there. And that is again an indication that that, that is where Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam spoke with Hazrat Jibreel Amin. That is the significance of Babi Jibreel. That is why the name is given to this door, Babi Jibreel. Another door in the time of Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam is Babur Rahmat. Rahmat means mercy. Why? One Friday, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting on the member and giving khutbah. A Bedouin entered from this door and came to Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam. Ya Rasulallah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to bole bhai. And he said, Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our animals have died. He was living outside Madinatul Munawwara. And our crops have been destroyed. Everything is dry because of the heat. No rain. Ya Rasulullah. It is the day of Jumu'ah. You are sitting on the mimbar. We are suffering living in the desert. Make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us rain. Subhanallah. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam straight away without questioning him lifts up the hand. Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua for rain, for the rain to come. It is said that immediately, instantly, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making dua. There were clouds, clouds appeared and the rain started to come down. It rained and it rained at that time in Madinatul Munawwara for six complete days. Faisal, Ketradi? Six complete days. Next Jummah, Wasallam was doing khutbah, the same dihati Bedouin come, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Insan is that, if it is too hot, I say, oh, it's too hot. In England, if it's too hot, what do they say? It's too hot. And if it is too cold, we say it is too cold, Allahu Akbar. Insan is never satisfied. Insan is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in, in the Quran in Jannah, لا يرون فيها شمسا ولا زمهريرا. 
In Jannah, the weather will be to your body temperature. Whatever you desire, how you desire. For each individual, the heating system will be in accordance to what you desire. If you want it to be hot, it will be hot. And if another person wants it to snow, and if it's very cold, he wants it to, mashallah, to wear a jacket there or something like that. Uh, if he hasn't lived in England for a long time, uh, subhanallah, it will get cold. Whatever he desires. And he says, Ya Rasulullah, now everything is being destroyed again. It's too much rain. It is too much rain. Subhanallah. again lifts up the hand, Ya Ya Allah. That is one of the du'as, Allahumma sayyiban nafi'a, when it rains, that Allah make this rain a means of mercy and not a means of punishment. Communities have been destroyed. Subhanallah. And it is said that when Wasallam made that dua, the rain again stopped. And whenever they needed rain, it would rain. And it was enough for them and for their animals and for their, for their crops. That is why the Mu'arrikhin have said that this door is known as Babu Rahma because that Bedouin who came entered from this door. And he asked Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam for rahmat, rain. That is why this door is known as Babur Rahma. Brothers must be tired. Uh, otherwise we could just finish up Babi Nisa, Babi Baqi, and Babu Salam. We won't go into the new section, the new extension of Masjid Nabi, Babi Saud. We know the history of that. <laughs> we know Babi Uthman radiallahu ta'ala and Babi Umar. Allah Ta'ala and Babi Abdul Aziz. To finish off the doors, these were the three doors in the time of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar Farooq Radiallahu Ta'ala came, it is said that Hazrat Umar Farooq again extended three extra doors. So with Babi Jibreel, Hazrat Umar Farooq extended Babi Nisa. Hazrat Umar Farooq again was very strong when it came to Parda. He did not like women intermingling and walking into the masjid. An entire separate section was made for the women and the door was also known as Babi Nisa. Generally, only women would enter from this door. But today, Alhamdulillah, it is right in the main section of Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And for the women, it is this area that is... Ladies even enter from Okay. Okay. So the Lukma is given to the Imam Sab <laughs> right? It is uh, Brother Omar says that even women enter from Babi Nisa. Put it this way, inshallah, all can enter. Only women. Because one uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Also, well, it's now reserved for only ladies. So, Babi Nisa is the right name that is given. This door was built by Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala. And mashallah, the one who's giving us Lukma is also Umar. Umar. Another door that Hazrat Umar Farooq radiallahu ta'ala built was towards the Qibla of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the Mu'arrikhin have not 
put it in any of the books, like in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this door was somewhere here near the door of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Right now what happens is that we have a new Qibla wall and people enter from Babu Salam and they exit from Babi Baki. And there is a rush here, people walk to give salam to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The other door that was built by Hazrat Osman uh, Umar radiallahu ta'ala was Babi Salam. Babu Salam, why is this door known as Babu Salam? Because you enter from this door with the intention to give salam to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So that is why this door is known as Babi Salam. And the other door is Babi Baqi. We have Jannatul Baqi in this area. Brothers, have any question? Mm. Oh, they won't let anybody go. All right. Well, Babi Jibreel now uh, there's no entry to it, and there's only exit to it. Okay. There's a lot of changes on on this side of the door. A lot of changes. There were brothers once. A lot of brothers could give salam from this area. Recently, when we went for Hajj, just this year, this entire section was sealed off. This entire section was. Here is Babit uh, um, the Mihrab of Tahajjud. Mihrab of Tahajjud. Ashab is Sufa, that area where the students of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam are generally here. Any other questions? In Ramzan they open that side. In Ramzan they open that side. Okay. To the face. To the face first. To, yeah. No, no, no. They, it is that way. It is that way. You are actually facing the face of the companions and Huzur alayhi salatu was salam. Absalallahu alayhi wasallam is here. Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq is here. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala is there. This section is now completely sealed off. We've had uh, some pictures in the internet showing us uh, very old photos of the Raza of uh, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. After reading some of the books, uh, I think the ulama have said that those pictures are, are not the right pictures. No, I think it's completely sealed off now. Above there is a hole, small hole, right? Uh, it's a very small hole where the sunlight goes inside. Wallahu a'lam. Some people say that they they do go in to clean the hujra, but then there is a lot of circle uh, that is encircling the, the area where Absalallahu alayhi wasallam is resting. Now whether they can get to the main section where Absalallahu alayhi wasallam is, some of the ulama say that, that is not possible. Only outside. There are, there are doors that will take you perhaps close to the mawar of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but not right inside. Wallahu alam. They blocked that? Okay. 
the yeah all right so there was that window where uh, the, the sign was that Jibreel Amin was there um, according to our latest source it's been blocked right Allahu Akbar and this is a problem I would not be surprised unfortunately uh, Alhamdulillah what we have right now in Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we must make dua that it remains there it remains there otherwise anything that is outside Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the history and the masajid it's either been demolished or the, the old structure the original structure is not there and we have a new building there Dua Kalleh Inshallah uh, we'll continue with this history if Allah wills after the month of Ramadan with the wells of Madinatul Munawwara and the different masajid in Madinatul Munawwara Dua Kalleh اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله والسلام تسليما لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين يا الله يا رحمن يا رحيم يا الله ما ريجناكم عفرما يا الله ما ريجناكم عفرما يا الله ما توفيك ديدي يا الله ما ردلم أبصل الله عليه وسلم كي محبت دردي يا الله ما توفيك ديدي كي أبصل الله عليه وسلم كي سنته كي أبرهم عمل كله يا الله تهم سرادي هوجا يا الله تهم سرادي هوجا يا الله بولني والي سبي رادي هوجا سنني والي سبي الله ترادي هوجا يا الله ترحيم هاي كريم هاي دينياز هاي یا اللہ ہم سارے تیرے محتاج ہیں یا اللہ تو کسی کا محتاج نہیں ہے یا اللہ آپ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کا وسیرہ دیتے ہیں یا اللہ آپ ہم سے راضی ہو جاؤ یا اللہ آپ ہم سے راضی ہو جاؤ یا اللہ جن حضرات کو جو پریشانی ہے تکلیف ہے یا اللہ ان کی پریشانیوں کو تو دور فرما ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما جو مقروض ہے جن کے سر کے اوپر قرض ہے یا اللہ ان کو قرض سے بری کر دے یا اللہ ان کو قرض سے بری کر دے جو بیمار ہے یا اللہ ان کو شفا دے شفا کاملہ آجلہ نصیب فرما ہمارے عزیز و قارب میں سے یا اللہ جن کا انتقال ہو گیا ہے اللہ ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما ان کی قبروں کو منور فرما یا اللہ گناہوں کی نفرت دل میں آ جائے گناہوں کی نفرت دل میں آ جائے یا اللہ نیکی کی محبت دل میں آ جائے نیکی کی محبت دل میں آ جائے یا اللہ ہمارا خاتمہ بالخیر ہو یا اللہ موت کے وقت زبان کے اوپر کلمہ ہو ایسی حالت میں یا اللہ ہمیں موت آئے یا اللہ کہ تو راضی ہو سبحان اللہ و بحمدہ سبحان اللہ العظیم اللہم انہا نسلوک من خیر ما سألک منہو نبیک عبدک محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سمينا وطوانا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أحمد الرحيم